Hi everyone, this is Scott Lutz. Welcome to another Bible reading of the day. Today we are in Numbers 19, 1 through 22, then Luke 12, 35 through 45. Let's go ahead and read the scripture. The Water of Cleansing. The Lord said to Moses and Aaron, This is a requirement of the law that the Lord has commanded. Tell the Israelites to bring you a red heifer without defect or blemish, and that has never been under a yoke. Give it to the to Wiser the priest. It is to be taken outside the camp and slaughtered in his presence. Then Eliezer the priest is to take some of the blood on his finger and sprinkle it seven times before the front of the tent of meeting. While he watches the heifer is to be burned, its hide, flesh, blood, and intense intestines. The priest is to take some cedar wood, hyssop, and scarlet wool, and throw them onto the burning heifer. After that, the priest must wash his clothes and bathe himself with water. He may then come into the camp, but he will be ceremonially unclean till evening. The man who burns it must also wash his clothes and bathe with water, and he too will be unclean till evening. A man who is clean shall gather up the ashes of the heifer and put them in a ceremonially clean place outside the camp. They are to be kept by the Israelite community, but for use in the water of cleansing. It is for purification from sin. The man who gathers up the ashes of the heifer must also wash his clothes, and he too will be unclean till evening. This will be will be a lasting ordinance both from the Israelites and from, for the foreigners re residing among them. Whoever touches a human corpse will be unclean for seven days. They must purify themselves with the water on the third day and on the seventh day. Then they will be clean, for if they do not purify themselves on the third and seventh days, they will not be clean. If they fail to purify themselves after touching a human corpse, they defile the Lord's tabernacle. They must be cut off from Israel, because the water of cleansing has not been sprinkled on them. They are unclean, their uncleanness remains on them. This is a law that applies when a person dies in, in a tent. Anyone who enters the tent and anyone who is in it will be unclean for seven days. And every open container without a lid fastened on it will be unclean. Any, anyone out in the open who touches someone who will be killed with a sword or someone who has died a natural death or anyone who touches a human bone or a grave will be unclean for seven days. For the unclean spirit person, put some ashes from the burned purification offering into a jar and pour fresh water over them. Then a man who is ceremonially clean is to take some hyssop, dip it in the water, and sprinkle the tent and all the furnishings of the people who were there. 
He must also sprinkle anyone who has touched a human bone or, or a grave or anyone who has been killed or anyone who has died of natural death. The man who is clean is to sprinkle those who are unclean on the third and seventh days. And on the seventh day, he is to purify them. Those who are those who are being cleansed must wash their clothes and bathe with water that evening and that evening they will be clean. But if those who are unclean do not purify themselves, they must be cut off from their community because they have defiled the sanctuary of the Lord. The water of cleansing has been sprinkled on them and they are unclean. This is a lasting ordinance for them. The man who sprinkles the water of cleansing must also wash his clothes, and anyone who touches the water of cleansing will be unclean till evening. Anything that an unclean person touches because un becomes unclean, and anyone who touches it becomes unclean till evening. Let's go ahead and head to your New Testament reading. Okay, so now we're in uh, Luke 12, 35 through 45. Let's go ahead and read the scripture. Watchfulness. Be dressed ready for service and keep your lamps burning. Like servants waiting for their master to return from a wedding banquet, so that when he comes and knocks, they can immediately open the door for him. It is. It will be good for those servants whose master finds them watching when he comes. Truly I tell you, he will, he will dress himself to serve, will have them recline at the table, and will come and wait on them. It will, it will be good for those servants whose master finds them ready, even if he comes in the middle of the night or to, toward daybreak. But understand this, if the owner of the house has had known at what hour the thief was coming, he would not have let his house be broken into. You also must be ready because the Son of Man will come at an hour when you do not expect him. Peter asked, Lord, are you telling this parable to us or to everyone? The Lord answered, Who then is the faithful and wise manager, whom the master puts in charge of his servants to give them their food allowance at the proper time? It will be good for that servant whom, whom the master finds doing so when he returns. Truly I tell you, he will put him in charge of all his possessions. But suppose the servant says to himself, My master is taking a long time in coming. And he then begins to beat the other servants, both men and women, and to eat and drink and get drunk. The master of that servant will come on a day when he come, when he does not expect him, and at an hour he is not aware of. He will cut him to pieces and assign him a place with the unbelievers. The servant who knows the master's will and does not get re ready or does not do what the master wants will be beaten with many blows. But the one who does not know and does things deserving punishment will be beaten with a few blows. From everyone who has been given much, 
much will be demanded. And from the one who has been entrusted with much, much will be more will be asked. Let's go ahead and head to your New Testament. Or let's go ahead and close in prayer. Lord God, I just lift you up. I thank you for who you are. I ask that you be with us. Watch over us, I pray. Thank you for your kindness, love, and mercy. Thank you for reminding us that you are returning. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. Have a wonderful day.